And now it's time for the most influential anime podcast on the internet, ASO Radio. So here we are with another splendiferous episode of ASA Radio, this, 123, and I, of course, am the host of ASA Radio NZ17 with my good co-host, GB3, who smells of onions and old shoes. Um, does that mean you're going to take my clothes? No, that's a scary and horrible thought which should not be shared with anyone. So, DB3, what have you been up to in the last week, or seven, nine days, it's been a while since we did the show? Um, not whole much, just laying around my apartment, um, done some traveling just around the area. Um, sites, I, I've been, the, this area is really big into tourist stuff, mm-hmm. and I've been acting like a tourist. So then, tell us, I hear you have something planned for the hot spot. I do, and it'll be a doozy. And, um, strictly between you and me, you know, none of this will be on the show. Unless there's a mistake. So, uh, do, have you already picked it out, or are you still trying to figure that out? I'm still trying to figure it out. All right, well, we'll, we'll keep that between us, and we we'll, right. won't play that. All right. Okay. So, anyways, um, yeah, DB3, he has something planned out for the hotspot. And before that, though, we're going to get to the fan mail, do a little review of a certain little show called Sakura Wars, or Sakura Tyson, if you want to keep things accurate, and I do. And then we're going to jump into the news, and maybe a little hot spot with DB3 doing a review. What do you think? Is it a video game, or is it a manga, or are you going to let It'll them uh, wait? Probably be a manga. Alright, well with that in mind, we should get to it, so let's get to it. This episode of ASO Radio is brought to you by the letter L. Remember, when you're spelling links or letter, you're using the letter L. Even when you use the word letter. So, DV3, uh, we've got fan mail now. We have some real fan mail again? No, no, it's the section. We have no mail. Oh. But, um, uh, I think that we this... Could, we, we could pretend we got mail. Well, I did get, um, I did get actually some mail. Really? What was the mail you got? Well, um, apparently I am very much in need of various drugs like Cialis and prescription drugs I can get over the internet. And why haven't you given me any of these emails? Well, I've also got some others. uh, Something about perverts playing. I'm assuming this is some sort of picnic and they are frolicking about. Um, and various other things about slapping people, probably some sort of comedy. I got an email about, um, how someone wants me to give them my bank card information because I've won a check from some Nigerian company. Oh, that's pretty interesting. All I have to do is to cash this check for them. Right. And then write them a check and then they'll give me a check back. So, uh, tell me, DB3, um... Do you think that since we're lacking in, shall we say, uh, proper fan mail, 
would this be an opportune moment to remind people of the contest we're throwing for a $50 anime gift certificate? This would be a great time to remind our great fans of the great competition we're having. Well, I am going to take a swig of nutritional drink, uh, and I'm going to let you remind them of what they can do to go and get this gift certificate. Basically, all they have to do is go to iTunes and fill out a review for any one of the ASO Radio episodes that are up, and they'll automatically be entered into a raffle for a $50 gift certificate. Now, are they limited uh, by the amount of time they have to do this? They are limited by the amount of time they have to do it, but unfortunately I don't remember. Well, if memory serves me correctly, and sometimes it does, I feel very fortunate in those cases, there is a deadline of the end of September by midnight. So you better remember that. And another thing you might want to note, this just coming to my mind, is you can write multiple reviews because there's multiple episodes up. Well, actually, it uh, doesn't work like that. On Dig, okay, you can do that. But on iTunes, you can only have one review, but that's one review per email address. So if you wanted to register multiple accounts with multiple email addresses, you could therefore have many chances to win. So sign up for a lot, review a lot, and you'll be entered a lot. So, DB3, if you were the fortunate winner of our ASO Radio iTunes contest, what would you purchase with $50 worth of credit at the Right Stuff International? Probably, ooh, I don't know. There's so much good stuff at the Right Stuff. His and hers matching Trigun shot glasses? No, no. I'd probably get... The complete box set of Puni Puni Poemi? That's probably what I'd get. Well, then you have terrible taste. Don't watch that. <laughs> oh, okay, I won't. What about $50? That's what we're working with, all right? All right. What if you use that money to go and purchase, say, one of the Full Metal Alchemist box sets? That is a, that is a good possibility. At least the first season. The first season. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, what can I say? Certain things happened in certain shows that maybe shouldn't be mentioned. <laughs> poor, poor Full Metal Alchemist. But I gotta say this much, at, uh, at least in defense of the second season of Full Metal Alchemist and the uh, ensuing movie. What's that? It's a lot better than some of the fan creations out there. Fan creations? Well, let's just say that the less said, the better. So, um, that more or less does it for the fan mail section. Um, I'd like to remind people that due to the various unfortunate amounts of work I had to do for the school, uh, for the summer semester, I haven't really updated much on the website, but I do hope to get renewed versions of the ASA Radio fan mail and fan art submission pages back up and running so that we can get some more fan art in because I really like having fan art. But don't forget, you can still send in fan mail right now if you go to nz17.com slash radio and click on the Contact Us button on the bottom of the site or near the top on the left. And you can also visit all the other sites at nz17.com. Yes, we have a number of good sites, such as Anifanaticu, which has over 500 anime reviews now. 
Uh, there's Macrobo V, the comic, and of course our artist alley, which contains a large number of cosplay pictures from conventions in the past eight years. Go cosplay! Um, so, what do you think? Is it review time? It's review time. Very well. Reviews, reviews, reviews. We have some good reviews for you today. Or one. One of a lot of different episodes. <laughs> oh, is that how it is? Yeah. All right. As Enzit said earlier, we are reviewing Sakura Wars, or how did, what was the real name of it? Sakura Tyson. Sakura Tyson, and as many of you may know, this was originally a video game, and... Well, here, uh, let me take the mic, DB3. Uh, I'll give them the backstory, yes. Uh, Sakura Wars was a popular Sega game franchise. This is when I should be playing, like, a violin, like, getting, like, the atmosphere. Well, see, when you said playing a violin, I thought of, um, of Sailor Saturn and Sailor Neptune from Sailor Moon, and how she would play the violin while, while Neptune was talking. Anyways, um, enough about that. Sakura Wars was a popular, uh, Sega strategy RPG franchise that was released only in Japan. Uh, there were five main entries in the series, two of which were released and on the Sega Saturn and subsequently remade on the Sega Dreamcast, and then three and four were released on the Dreamcast, and then number five, which is kind of the red-headed stepchild of the series, was released on the PlayStation 2. Myself, I own all four of the main Dreamcast releases, but oh, how I longed to complete my collection with the various spin-offs such as the Sakura Wars Columns game and the Sakura Wars Email Clients. Yes, they came out with more than one. Um, but regardless of this, it is, well, I think that's all the backstory they need before going into this. I thought that this movie, which is actually a collection of a four-part OAV, or OVA, depending on how you want to put it, uh, I thought this was actually going to be a movie telling the story of the game. I found out I was wrong. DB3, take it away. Yeah, this, mov this movie started out before the games actually started. Sort of introduced you to the characters, how they got to know each other, and the first three parts of this were quite boring, I thought. But it had potential, and the way they brought characters together, um, the, the colors, the pictures, it, it made you just, it sort of brought tears to your eyes, like making you miss those old hand-drawing anime. Yes, the character design was actually done by the same man who did uh, Oh My Goddess. And, the OAV um, or the, the OAV or the TV? The manga. Oh, the manga. Um, and he's also done work on the Tales RPG series and quite a few other projects since All oh My Goddess has made him ever so popular for over 20 years. 
They, he is very popular. With the fickle trendiness of the Japanese, it's hard to stay popular for that long. But uh, I guess he hit the right mix of not having anything ever happen with adorable characters. Nothing does ever happen. I, uh, don't get me wrong, people. I like Oh My God, it's wait, quite wait, a lot. Wait. There was that one time that... No, no, never mind. But after they introduce all the main characters, you know, nothing of importance ever happens. Why is that? You know, I think Keiichi has to be the oldest Japanese virgin there is. So anyways, <laughs> um, Sakura Wars is what we're talking about, though. Um, you could have some competition in this. Yes, uh, well, Sakura Tyson, actually, this four-part OVA, borrows a lot of music from the game, which is very good, because, um, like DV3 said, it's a pretty boring little show, for the most part, and the music was one of the saving graces, I thought. It was, I don't know, some of the songs seemed a little dull. Yeah, some were a little dull, and some were way too Japan cheesy, if you get my drift. Yeah, but... There were some that definitely put those to shame. Um, all in all, though, well, DB3, we haven't even said what the story is. I think I want you to give your take on the storyline. Well, I didn't want to spoil too much, because every time I start telling you about the story, Enzi's always like, don't spoil it for the fans. So I was trying not to do that. It's a prequel to the games. It's fine. All right. Basically, all the... like. It introduces you to the characters and how all their little nuances with each other and how they play off each other. Um, the second episode... That, that's, that's the first episode. No, 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 no. I don't want you to go in detail episode by episode. I mean, who is this group and what is their cause? Oh, they're this group of monster hunters, demon hunters, who have special powers or strengths in fighting. And they're brought together by the Japanese government in the Flower Brigade, who, which also puts on plays and stuff as sort of as their cover. And they go around in these, in the pansy bots. <laughs> pansy bots. And they, they, they basically beat up all the other demons and robots that come around. DV3, once again, this is why you're in human resources. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. In a nutshell, each of these girls has strong spiritual powers, so they were set up by the Japanese government to fight in their new spiritually powered steam-enhanced robots to fight an uprising demon menace at the start of the first or second demon war. And uh, so this brigade uses their stage performances in order to work on their teamwork and grow their personal confidence. It's a four-part OVA which details it from the background beginnings of this into the first few hours of the RPG series. Uh, and it only goes into the first part of the first game. Is uh, that pretty accurate? That would be pretty accurate. All right. Well, I'm the man, aren't I? You are the man. Unfortunately, however, this man was a little bit bored by this show. Um, uh, the first three parts uh, were pretty laid back. Um, I mean, if I was in like a movie theater, I may have nodded off. And um, I don't know if this was released in Japan, all four together. Most likely they were all four released separate. Um, 
but you may not want to attempt to watch these all in one sitting. Uh, this was billed as being a movie, and so we did watch it in one setting, and if I knew that it was going to be broken up into episodes, much like the games, the games are actually like an anime series with each chapter ending with a preview of the next episode and the following chapter opening up with a recap of the previous episode. So I thought maybe that's why they went with the angle they did. Regardless, though, um, I was kind of wishing that this thing had been half as long because they really could have just sped it on up and uh, we wouldn't have missed out. But it did uh, get going a little bit better once they had the male commander be introduced to the team. And all in all, it was nice, but I don't know. What do you think, DB3? I'd have to agree with almost everything. Like, Well, don't do that. you got to contribute outside well, of my I opinion. To. But I don't know. There were, some, there were, always, there were high, high parts in every episode, I thought. Um, like th there's one episode where one of the characters, um, Sakura, um, figures out the cherry blossom attack. That was sort of cool to see her actually solve it. I don't know. There, I, I found highlights in all of them, but I did find myself nodding off once or twice. So yeah, I I don't think that this has a lot of replayability. No, I wouldn't say. It, oh no, um, depending on how the rest of the series goes. You de I could definitely go back and watch the start of it. Like yeah, I should mention, for those not in the know, that this is just the first part of many anime productions related to Sakura Wars. There's a TV series, which I believe chronicles the games. Uh, there's a couple of spin-offs dealing with certain story points uh, in between the games and whatnot. So there's a lot of OAVs, movies, and TV episodes uh, to kind of flesh it out beyond what we watched. But I don't know. What do you think? As a standalone, I wouldn't watch this again. Like, this this would be one of those things that you'd put on your shelf to look nice. Put it with, maybe with all your collection of your games and stuff. Just be like, see, I have this. I'm, I'm that much of a Sakura Wars fan. I think that the last episode could actually work as a good introduction for somebody new to anime. That's definitely true. Because um, even though there was, you know, oh, a male character is introduced, we need to have a romantic misunderstanding in T minus 10, 9, 8. But uh, seriously, though, um, there's no nudity. There's uh, no real bloody violence or anything. The only thing in here is basically sword fighting and a couple of things getting crushed. There's mecha. Yes, if you like uh, steam-powered uh, machines or mecha, you'll like this. So that means T-Man would give this a superior rating. As for myself, though, I'm a bit conflicted on what I'm going to give it. What are you going to give it, uh, DB3? Um, I'm going to give it a neutral. I, I, was, I was thinking I was going to give it a recommended, but I just can't do it. Yeah, I thought that it came back in the ninth inning, gave a little more spirit and energy to the whole production, but all in all, I was rather thoroughly bored and thought, if they're going to go and make anime out of this, why did they go and choose to make such a boring production? I mean, if the backstory wasn't worth making into anime, you should have just skipped the backstory and gone right into the games or maybe a side story. You know, as popular as the games seem to be, they sh they could have easily made this at least entertaining because peop maybe that's why they didn't make it entertaining because they're like people are going to go out and buy it in anyways just because of the name. So yeah, I enjoyed it, but 
Honestly, while it's not a bad production, there's not enough good points to recommend it. I'm definitely giving it a neutral. You're going to stay with your neutral as well? Yep. The hi- with the highlights being the character designs, the colors, and the final fight scene. Yep. So that's, you know, that is something to comment on real quick, though. The series is a strategy RPG series, and it's mainly about the characters and their development with each other. So you switch between action RPG laid out in a grid, somewhat like Final Fantasy Tactics, but 3D. Um, You switch between that and the Japanese um, adventure game thing that a lot of people know from dating sims. This, the game and the series are not actually, you know, explicit or anything. They're not actually even dating, they're just in that style. They're an adventure game like in Japan. Um, but you would think that even though the series has so much focus on character development, that there would be a lot more focus on actually having more action in the show. It really could have benefited from more action. Yeah, if it had more action, this could easily have gotten a recommended. Yeah, it seems that they were afraid to go with action, because every time they introduced something, it more or less stopped rather quickly, almost abruptly. I can't put it any better way. Alright, well, if DB3 has no more to say, then I think it's time that uh, we wrapped up this review. And uh, Sakura Tyson, or Sakura Wars, depending on which way of Japanese you swing, gets a neutral from the ASO Radio crew. And now let's go to the next section. What is the next section? Is it anime news? It is anime news. And then DV3 has his special hotspot, which he has been planning since the last episode. So I think we all need to expect a lot out of that. So, ladies and gentlemen, a talk of all ages, it's time for our anime news. And, of course, our news comes courtesy of AnimeNewsNetwork.com, which blah, 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 blah. So now it's time for the news, and DV3 is going to take the first bit about the final frontier. The North America manga... Oh, dang it, I already messed up. Alright, I'll start over. The North American publisher, Tokyo Pop, has posted all three currently available volumes of a Star Trek world manga in its entirety as well as portions of the Dark Metro and the mysterious titles. Tokyo Pop wants online readers to vote on which of the three Star Trek volumes should be published in color for its upcoming Star Trek Ultimate Collection in March 2009. Star Trek The Ultimate Collection will consist of all three world manga volumes produced in one hardcover book. Tokyo Pop is also previewing six of the chapters from Tokyo Pop Pop Oh my goodness, chapters from Tokyo Callens and Yoshin Dark's Metro work now. And we'll preview the Mysterians one chapter at a time starting at August 15th. So what is the, the Star Trek world ma- manga about, do you know? From what I understand, this manga is taking the stories from the original Star Trek series and having Japanese authors and manga artists create a new manga based on that. So it's the same story, but with a Japanese take. Wow. Japanese. Go Japanese. I, I can't wait to see Spock with a, like a Japanese look. Yeah. It'll be fun. Cool. So, as Tokyo Pop announced in 2004, it would be producing a manga anthology based on the Star Trek franchise. 
A promotional campaign was held in Los Angeles last fall for the manga anthology through books, signings by creators of stories featured in the series. Alright, now, as some of you know, I've been writing titles for the various stories that we read on the show for the last few episodes, and I thought that this one was a really good title I made. It is ADV licenses a pervy anime and a bunch of films nobody cares about. Sums it up quite nicely. Isn't that what ADV specializes in? Yeah, well, lately it seems they've been going, Anime isn't profitable. <laughs> Alright. The North American anime distributor ADV Films has announced at its Otacon panel on Sunday that it has licensed the Indian Summer, or Koharo Biyori, anime and five sets of live-action titles. The five live-action titles are Attack Girl Swim Team vs. The Undead, Cruel Restaurant, Gluttons 1 and 2, Female Prisoner Epsilon, and a new series of Kunoichi movies, which of course are about Japanese, I mean, about female samurai. Or Ninja, sorry. Most will be released under a new company called Switchblade Films. ADV's new partner, the one that replaces Shoujits after its agreement with ADV ended, will be announced soon. There is at least one other anime that ADV Films is close to acquiring, but it will not be announced at AuditCon and will be announced at a future event. The three-part Indian summer anime adapts Takahiro Mizuki's manga of the same name. The near-future story revolves around a doll collector who purchases a robotic maid, but not to serve him as programmed, but to dress up in costumes. Comics 1 released the first volume of the manga in North America in 2004. Just yet another stupid, made-obsessed, dressed-up thing where the guy's all having fantasies and... <laughs> DB3, take this next story, and be sure to read the title with sarcasm. Who knew people in Americanland liked anime? America Land? Is that what you said? Maybe. <laughs> Alright, I'll try it again, I'll try it again. Who knew people in Maryland liked anime? There you go. According to event organizers, more than 26,000 attendees filled the Baltimore Convention Center this weekend for Otacon 2008. The figure does not take into the account some at the door registration numbers, including people who re received complimentary passes to the show. The number represents an increase of over 3,000 attendees when compared to the attendance of last year's Otacon, which drew 22,852 people. The last time the convention posted a growth rate this significant was in 2004, when the convention welcomed 20,899 attendees after drawing just over 17,000 people previously. On Sunday, convention organizers were also announced that the 2009 convention will occur earlier in the summer from July 17th to until July 19th. This puts Otacon back in the middle of the convention season, one week before San Diego Comic-Con and two weeks after the conclusion of Anime Expo. Personally, I think changing the date is a bad idea. A lot of companies wait until the big conventions to make announcements, and with Otacon so close to Anime Expo, a lot of companies, I think, will go and make their announcements at Expo instead of holding off on them for only two weeks to announce them at Otacon. It's a little close to wait to have new announcements. Yeah, like, and there's not a lot that will be able to happen. So anything new, I don't know, they'll just announce. Alright, well, here's no shocker. Miyazaki is once, king of the, once again king of the box office. 
Ponyo on the Cliff by the Sea, which is Hayao Miyazaki's first feature film in nearly four years, has remained perched on top for a third time at the Japanese box office during the August 2nd to the 3rd weekend. 206,000 people watched the film that weekend to add 780 million yen to its total gross. That is 96% of the movie's take in the previous weekend, which is pretty freaking impressive for a movie that's been out that long. In the movie's first 16 days at box office, 4,359,000 people spent 5.26 billion yen to see it. That is an 82% of the box office that Miyazaki's Spirit Away earned in the same time span during that movie's 2001 theatrical release. Rounding out the numbers, uh, Kunihiko Yuyama's Pocket Monsters Diamond and Pearl, I'm not going to read the subtitle, the Pokemon franchise's 11th feature film stayed at number 2. Hajime Kamagaki's Naruto Shippuden Kizuna, the 5th featured movie in the Naruto Ninja franchise, opened at number three. It earned two hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred fifty five wait. It earned a lot of money. Boys over flowers final. Um you know I really gotta sneeze. Take the rest of the story, D V three. Hey before we go on it seems like this the Pokemon movies that started to become like the land before time movies. <laughs> like eleven, twelve. How many are they gonna have? I mean ha, ha, you know, I haven't played the game since like yellow or gold. And they're still making out new ones. Dang, Pokemon. You're showing your age, DV3. Uh, anyways, Boys Over Flowers Final, the live-action film finale based on Yoko Kamino's Boys Over Flowers, which I enjoyed watching and then got bored because it was so slow. Uh, romantic comedy manga fell four to fifth. And Gegege no Kitaro, the Thousand Year Curse Song, the live-action film based on a manga, dropped from eight to number ten in its fourth week. Boy, that uh, the rest of that story was boring. Well, let's see. This one has a lot of Nihongo in it, uh, DB3. Would uh, you like me to read this one? I want to try and take it. All right. Use your powers of concentration wisely. d right gets its panties right in a bunch. Last week, Funimation exercised the power of eternity agreement to remove online fan-subbed videos of Monochrome, Factor, Naberi no U, and Kadiko Hitman Reborn. On behalf of D-Rights, the Japanese production company of these anime titles, Funimations and D-Rights agreements also covers Bamboo Blade and El Cazador de la Bruja. The power of attorney agreement does not necessarily mean that these titles have a North American video distributor, but the agreement does enforce D-Rights existing worldwide copyrights for these series. Funimation has a separate power of attorney agreement for Slayer's Revolution on behalf of Iano. Oh, Inoki Films Limited. Funimation sent notices on behalf of the anime studio Gonzo for Romeo X Cross, Cross Juliet, Bokurano, and Gonzo titles between last year and this year. Funimation eventually acquired Romeo Cross Juliet for North American distribution this year, but a North American distributor for Bokurano has not been announced. Eh, not too bad. I give you a B plus, DB3. Thanks, Enzi. Uh, that means I'm approving. Viz Pictures licenses a film that some people may care about. Hey! Viz is actually doing something good! 
Well, we'll see. Viz Pictures, a sister company of the manga publisher Viz Media, has announced special theatrical screenings for the dark comedy live-action film Happily Ever After. No, no relation to the American film. Screenings have been scheduled from August 15th through August 21st at the Grand Illusion Cinema in Seattle on October 4th at the Scottsdale International Film Festival in Arizona and on October 10th as part of the 2008 Japanese Film Festival at the University of Pittsburgh. After the limited theatrical release, Viz Pictures will release the DVD version in February of 2009. Based on graphic novel series by Yoshi Goda and directed by Yukihiko Tsutsumi, Happily Ever After tells the story of a marriage going downhill. Actress Miki Nakatani portrays Yukia Morita, a woman who works at a noodle shop and tries desperately to make things work with her husband Isao, played by Hiroshi Abe. Isao gambles and has a bad temper, which is why Yukia's friends advise her to walk away from him. However, unconditional love prevents her from doing this, and she gets killed and ends up in the hospital. I, I don't know. But it could be good. It could be. So, we'll see. DV3? Actually, I don't think it could be. It No. It's I think it could be. Yeah, you know, if you like dark comedy, it could be. Yeah. Here you go. Take this next story. It's about a museum. You can handle that. Michigan host anime museum exhibit. So, we, we could add this to this, too. Who would have guessed people in Michigan like anime? Oh. Alright, the Great Lakes Children's Museum in Traverse City, Michigan has been hosting the Jump to Japan Discovering Culture through Popular Art exhibit Exhibition since Memorial Day. And the exhibition will continue until Labor Day. A uh, display at the Cat Bus from Heo Miyazaki's My Neighbor T Totoro is set up for children to see in the fantastic animation section. While manga fuel bookshelves in the manga mania portion, participants also get a chance to craft their own scrolls and woodblocks print prints in the artful traditions section. Admission is four dollars per person and free for those under the age of two. Hours you can visit are from ten AM to five PM Monday through Saturday and eleven to five on on Saturdays until the end of this exhibition. Do we get any like money for giving a shout out for them? No, but man, four dollars. If you were anywhere near there you'd have to be crazy if you liked anime and didn't go. Yeah, if 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 that was in Salt Lake, I would drive just to go there. I know, good times, man, and all that manga to read. I tell you what. Well, our good friends in New York are hosting another cosplay day. Another one? Well, you might want to wait till you know the mic transition. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. another one. Another one. Um, the New York Anime Festival has announced that it is partnering with manga publisher Delray and Japanese radio show Samurai Beat Radio to hold cosplay day on Sunday, August seventeenth at the New York City branch of the Kino Kuniya book chain. Renee Glogger and Sonia Paz, the Team USA members at World Cosplay Summit 2008 in Nagoya, Japan, early this month, will be special guests at the event. Team USA is scheduled to speak about their experience during the Cosplay Summit. There will also be a Cosplay Q&A, a live broadcast from Samurai Beat Radio, and a raffle drawing for a chance to win free tickets to the New York Anime Festival, as well as Delray Manga Prize packages. The New York Anime Festival will be held from September 26th through the 28th at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. New Black Jack Book has exclusive... How do you say that word? Exclusivity. Vertical will publish three volumes of a limited hardcover edition of Osama Tezuka's Black Jack manga. 
with exclusive stories of Diamond Comics distributors. Tezuka pioneered modern Japanese manga with the Blackjack Medical Drama Mighty Adam, Astro Boy, Jungle Emperor, Kimbo the White Lion, Met- Metropolis, and many other popular works. Vertical is also publishing a regular softcover edition of Blackjack, which includes stories in the order that Tezuka personally selected for deluxe edition in Japan. Tezuka chose not to include some stories in the Japanese edition, but Tez- Tezuka Production announced that will re- will be republishing these excluded stories after the 1989 after his 1989 passing. The exclusive stories in the Vertical and Diamond's hardcover edition are culled from the these excluded stories. The hardcover editions will ship on September 23rd, the same day that the regular edition ships. Previews from the first two co- volumes of the English edition are now available on Vertical's website. And for those of you interested, DB3 is actually going to be uh, vocalizing the readings of several audio books on our good friends over at, um, what are they called again? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, audible.com. For all of your DB3 read books, be sure to go to audible.com. <laughs> I'm sorry, DB3. That that was cruel. That was unnecessary. I don't have to take this. I, I don't have to take this, even for our fans. <laughs> DB3, everybody knows that you're a fantastic orator. Okay, maybe I'll do it for the fans. There you go. So, apparently, authors like anime, too. I guess everybody likes anime this week. <laughs> Author Andrew Osman has written a book on Hayao Miyazaki's Oscar-winning Spirited Away film that Palgrave Macmillan has already published in Great Britain earlier this, this month and will ship in the United States on August 19th. Spirited Away recounts the journey of modern girl travelers through a surreal world triggered by Japanese mythology. In Spirited Away, BFI film classics, Osman details the filmmaking process of Hayao Miyazaki on the 2002 work and how it relates to his previous films and the themes that he expounds. The British Film Institute book includes quotes from Miyazaki and his colleagues in over 60 color images. Hopefully, the book's author will be kind and provide it in English. Osman also wrote Satoshi Kon, The Illusionist, a book that profiles the acclaimed director of Blue, Paprika, and Paranoia Agent. Stonebridge Press in Cal- is a Californian public... Stonebridge Press in California is publishing this book in the fall. British editor and writer Helen McCarthy wrote a book called Hayao Miyazaki, Master of Japanese Animation, about Miyazaki's works before Spirit Away. Miyazaki's latest film, Ponyo on the Cliff by the Sea, opened in Japan late last month. iPhone Store hosts worthless apps in Japan, too, not just U.S. The Japanese publisher Kodansha and the mobile application providers BBMF and Sonoran Blue have been adding almost two dozen manga titles to the Japanese app store. The online download service for Apple's iPhone and iPod Touch mobile devices. These titles include such popular works as Kyoko's Sembu's Life, Miyoko Ano's... Wow. I'm here to the rescue, DV3. I've heard of some of these. Well, that's no surprise. These titles include such popular works as Keiko Sunobu's Life, Miyoko Ano's Hada Rocky Man, Yuzaburo Kanari's and Fumiya Sato's Kindaichi Case Files, and Kaji Kawaguchi's The Silent Service. Unlike manga that have been offered on either Jap- on other Japanese mobile phones, these titles can be added to iPhones and iPod Touch devices in America and elsewhere with prepaid Japanese iTunes store cards that are readily available online. 
For other manga titles, Takao Saito's Gogol 13, crap. Mine uh, Yoshizaki's Kirogunso, good but pervy. Uh, at points, you know, it, it all depends. See, it, it's done in such a way that it doesn't seem pervy unless you're older. Uh, Yuichiro Sueda's Sota no Hocho and Koji Inoue's Mashiro no Tenshi have already been posted on the App Store. All five of Sonoran Blue's titles and 12 BBMF titles are now being added for free, although not all of BBMF's manga titles are online now. BBMF has also begun officially offering manga in the Korean App Store, and it plans to distribute comics in... Well, that was terribly written right there. Bad Anime News Network. Anyways, he plans to do it overseas as well. By the name of Elizabeth Montgomery, every dang state likes anime. California's Napa Valley Museum and the Nietzsche Bay Times newspaper are launching manga and anime, an exhibition of popular cartoon art, with an opening reception on Friday. Jason Thompson, the Eisenhower-nominated author of manga... Eisenhower! Ooh. Jason Thompson, the Eisenhower-nominated author of manga The Complete Guy, will give a complete... My goodness. Will give a special presentation during the reception. The exhibition in the middle of California's famed wine country will include artwork from Tak Toshiyama, Secret Asian Man, Deb Aoki, Bento Box, and the winners of the Nichi Bay Times last two annual manga art contest. The exhibition will close, will continue until September 14th. And now one last mad prop. DB3. Anime news. All our anime news is courtesy of AnimeNewsNetwork.com. For all of your anime news and some other stuff, visit AnimeNewsNetwork.com. DB3, it's time for the hot spot. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you really ready, or are you just sounding with confidence? I'll edit this out. I have a decent amount of confidence. Alright, alright. So DB3 is super confident, and we're just about to start after this musical interlude. Alright, DV3, the moment of truth has come. After our audience being patient and listening for two weeks, it is time for your long-awaited hotspot review. What's it going to be? It's going to be the manga Liar Game. Once again, DV3 isn't ready, ladies and gentlemen. I it's true. I Okay, I'm only partially ready. I don't exactly know all the characters' names. Like I, You all know I have bad names. Even when I just watch an anime and we have to review it, I just can't remember the characters' names. So, other than that, I, I can review this manga. Oh, okay. So, you guys ready? Are you ready, Enzi? Take it away. Alright, alright. The Liar Game is basically about this company um, that's setting up this contest to figure out who the best liar in the country is. Um, it starts off by sending out these letters to innocent people all around Japan and telling... And they have the option to open it. If they open it, they're entered into the Liar Game contest. And the first part of the contest is they receive this mu- the, about a million yen, or the, a huge num- amount of yen, and they have to keep it and without it being stolen from another competitor that also has that. So they're trying to steal it from the two. Like, each of them are trying to steal the yen from each other. So, wait, they're looking for the best liar? Right. It's We don't know why they're looking for the best liar like it's still a mystery even into the third volume as to why they're doing it but it is called wire game wire 
Oh, oh, Liar Game. Because yeah. I thought it was Wire Game oh. because of the money or like the internet. No, it's called Liar Game. Um, and actually, the for the main character, the protagonist, is a super honest girl. Um, like she just can't tell a lie. So she's pretty pathetic at the game. She gets this money and she goes to all these people saying, I don't know what to do. She goes to this lawyer finding out if it's legal, if it's okay. And unfortunately, the lawyer she goes to is part of the liar game. Like, he, they, she was set up to go to him, and he tricks her into keep playing in it. Um, it's the, her opponent, her first opponent that she's supposed to take the money from was a teacher that she used to have. So he was able to just like, you know, if we just, if you give me your money, I'll be able to protect it. And this time's up, it will just see it's just all a big prank. And he was actually, he, he lied to her, and he got her money, and she didn't know what to do. Let that be a lesson to you, ladies and gentlemen. Never trust a teacher. Or for that matter of fact, never trust a man, because apparently it's only been men lying to her so far. And that brings up what she did. She heard about this, this great swindler that swindled some business out of tons of money that was just getting out of jail, and she approaches him, and he thinks she's pretty pathetic. And he ends up helping her because... She starts crying. He's a softie at heart. Um, and what he does is they go, they they rent the apartment right across from the teacher's house, and like they stand outside watching it. And he he starts freaking out, and he just goes inside the whole time. And he they stay outside for like two months just watching him. And at the last like second before the the judges come to collect the money, um. The 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 the, the convict guy pretends he's the the collector, so he goes in and gets all the money, and then takes it from the guy. And he he still thinks he's like, yes, I've won, I did it, I'm I'm out of this. And then the real people come, they're like, let me see your money. He's like, what? What just happened? And he ends up losing, and it's it's sort of sad. So how long is this series? Um, that it's still being written, as far as I know. Um, th that's just the first volume. Um, there's the second volume where where they have the, they go through the second test, and then there's the third volume where there there's a rebound game for those who lost. So it's it's a really good series. Any details on those books for our dear listeners? Um, the second series, um, they get all the winners from the first the first set of the first set of the game, and they have a contest to see, um, by minority rules, um, who who should win and stuff. Um, and that's really interesting because there's a, a hidden character like um, she goes in with her friend and they have this hidden character that's like trying to get the money he, he snuck into the game and they set up this whole strategy to win and almost everyone's out and the hidden um, the, it's just a hidden character and one of um, the convict guy who have like a wits contest and he ends up winning and but she ended up losing so it's sort of weird to see the protagonist kicked out of the tournament, and then there's, that's why they they brought in the the rebound ga rebound round where the people who lost can come back. So it's fun. So how many pub uh, how many volumes have been published in English so far? Um, I think two of them have. The third one I'm actually reading online. So naughty naughty scanlation I'm just making sure that it's something I want to keep going with cause making sure the translation's authentic I understand yeah, DV3 it's true it's true actually this um they actually made this this comic into not an anime 
uh, this manga, not into anime, but an actual TV series for a while, a live action series in Japan that was quite popular. So then, um, I, I have a question. Okay. How, um, well, let's see, no, it was something more pertinent than that. Let's see. Talking about the story, mm-hmm. how is live action, and the scanlations. Oh, who's the publisher? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Ah, uh, come on, think real hard, and I'll give you a few seconds, DB3 concentrating in full, attempting to recollect the publisher of Wire Game. Uh, oh, well, apparently he doesn't know who publishes Wire Game, but it does have an American publisher. I think so. Hopefully I didn't buy some cheap copy off the internet. Uh, Alright, well, let, let's get back on subject. How or what is the art like? Um, It reminds me a lot of the art in, like... Um, Death Note. Um, I I really like it. It's more of a li- more mature anime. Um, it, there's no no killing, no nudity, but just the atmosphere. It's a little bit more dark. Um, I really like it though. I enjoy it. And uh, what about the sound effects and music? The sound effects they're they're sort of iffy. The music it's horrible. Um, you can't you can't even hear it most of the time. Uh, seriously though, um, is uh, this going to be a series you're going to follow further? I'm g- definitely going to follow it further. Um, ex- I can't wait till this next volume actually gets translated and I can actually buy it. So. Apparently so. Um, all right, let's see. I think we've covered most of our bases. Um, what sort of uh, person would you recommend this to? What sort of thing could you compare it to and say, well, if you like this, you'd like this? Um, any game like this game, th- this game, this manga takes a little bit of thinking like but it's not overthinking like they explain it really simply you're like oh that totally makes sense how they do that how they can trick each other like that so if you like um like i don't know maybe detectives just to help to see how they solve it how they figure out who's lying and stuff um i don't know just things where i don't know sort of like mysteries so is this main character, this girl, is she a real sympathetic character? Do you feel a lot of empathy for her? I do. She, she's just so innocent. Like, even the way she's drawn, you just, like, you look at her and she's, like, she's pathetic. You, you just see her, like, oh. You, when you see her, like, in school or something, she's the girl that's just there. You don't really pay attention to her. Um, she's a nice girl. You might say hi to her, but she just, you forget about her real easily. Uh, do you know how many volumes in total have been published in Japan so far? I don't know how many total volumes there have been published. So. Because I hate it when a series goes on for too long. That's why I ask. Yeah, like Detective Conan. Yeah. Case closed. Yeah, that's a, that's a prime example there. So, alright, DB3, make your verdict. Give your judgment. I give this... Um, let's see. Drumroll. Recommendations for... For manga. Same as anime, it goes not recommended, neutral, recommended, highly recommended, and top recommendation. The best honor we give. I'll give this a highly recommended. Um, it's something that I'd like to really just sit down and read. Like, I think this has a lot of, like, you can read this multiple times, and it's just an enjoyable manga. What are some of the uh, downsides? The nothing's perfect. Um, the downsides is, it's sort of unbelievable. Like, they say... The, 
Like, if I got this much money... Well, wait, when you say unbelievable, are you talking the premise or the actions of the characters? all this money out to people, a company, a mysterious company. Like, honestly, I don't see why people would don't just leave the country. Like, what are they going to do? They're, they're not going to be able to follow you, so I don't know. I, I see it as sort of, like, unbelievable in that aspect. So if you can approach it, though, with a certain sense of uh, suspension of belief, then uh, you'd recommend it. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely recommend it. All right, well, then a highly recommended recommendation on Liar's Game yeah. from DB3. As many of you know, we've added another section to the ASO radio lineup, and it's the anime or manga website of the week. And this week we have, uh, well, NZ has a really good one. Yes, remember people, we want your suggestions for the website of the week, so feel free to send those in. Our recommendation for this week, a site that's just too dang useful or cool, is um, Bleach Portal at bleachportal.net. As their little subtitle says, ain't no better bleach source than this. Um, it essentially tries to be like the old shrine sites that were popular in the 90s, and this tries to encompass all which is the Bleach series, and actually has information all the way up to newest episode releases of Bleach in Japan, and it hosts a number of fan subs as well for a very advanced episodes. Heck, it might even have uh, some of them that are, shall we say, not supposed to be circulating. But besides its uh, resources, it also has lots of scanlations of advanced chapters of the manga, uh, as well as um, the raw versions, in case you had some sort of project in mind. Uh, it has tons of information about the author, Kubo Tite. Uh, of course, it has an introduction to catch everybody up, uh, biography, statistics, uh, it even has a guide to the Zompakto, or the living spirit swords of the characters, uh, the lexicon, the locations, any information you can think about in Bleach, it has. Plus, it has an extensive media gallery, including icons for use with MSN and uh, AOL's chat program AIM. Uh, music downloads, ringtones, and of course a large section of artwork including official works and fan wallpapers and artwork in their gallery. Really a cornucopia of everything you could want for Bleach. And of course being the internet it's going to have a very active forum where fans can discuss the show, the manga, and well just about everything else related to Bleach. A very valuable resource and one that probably doesn't get as much attention as it deserves due to the high rankings of things like Wikipedia's Bleach page and Anime News Network's own Anime Encyclopedia entry on Bleach. But I highly recommend Bleach Portal for the real in-depth information that many of these resources lack. And that's why it's this week's Website of the Week. One thing I'd like to know, that's bleachportal.net, not bleachportal.com. Yes, don't make the mistake of going to bleachportal.com because it's most likely, and for you dear viewers, we'll even test it right now. Uh, it's likely not going to be what you want. Going and looking, oh, it most definitely is not. Therefore, remember that's bleachportal.net, and just like last week for animepaper.net, we'll be including a link uh, for the website on the site, and also our iTunes slash RSS podcast feed, so you can easily visit the site without having to remember it or mistype it and end up in some place you'd rather not be. It's true. DB3, go ahead and wrap up the episode. 
This episode has been a great episode, and we thank all the fans for visiting. And we thank all the fans for visiting and listening to us because the fans make the show. But as for this week's episode, this is DB3. Wait. Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean for you to wrap everything oh. up. I wanted you to kind of summarize the show and thoughts oh. on it and whatnot. Um, but before we go, since DB3 is just so eager to get out of here, plus it's almost 1 a.m. and he has things to do tomorrow, um, like sleeping in. But, you know, not too much, not too much. Uh, D3, will you be joining us for 124, or are the fates conspiring against you? I think the fates might be conspiring against us. Us, as you and me and the fans. True, because when we miss out, they miss out. And when they miss out, we miss out. It's true. Maybe if we get some fans writing in, I I can make some visits back up here. You're like Frosty the Snowman, but you come in the summer. It's true. Like, we we should come up with a name for me. How about, like... DB3. I was going to say Frosty... B3 or something, I don't know. I, not as good as DB3. Frost B3? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, anyways, uh, obviously DB3's been drinking a little sake tonight, so I think it's time for me to go and assist him back into his home. Or some something metaphorical like that. <laughs> something metaphorical. Hopefully he doesn't come to my home. Yeah, well, Doug, I, I've been there. I don't want to go and trip all over the cats, the dogs, and the miscellaneous. There, there's actually no cats anymore. No cats? Did no they get cats. eaten? We're not sure. They all just disappeared. Uh, that seems suspicious. Yeah, it does. We think it is our neighbors. I think they took them all. Hmm. Well, strange news and a mysterious note to end the episode on. It's been unorthodox, but hey, what the heck, right? We're ASO Radio. We do as we feel. So, for episode 123, this is NZ17. And DB3. Signing out, but not before we remind you to enter... The ASO Radio Contest. Go to iTunes, write a review, and win $50. Come on, people, we haven't had a single entry yet. Don't you want $50 of free anime? Jeez! Just click on the iTunes link, search on iTunes for ASO Radio, however you want to do it, write a review, get $50. It's awesome, and do it, and it's cool. And besides, I mean, really... Do you want us to feel bad? Do you want to not write any reviews and make us think that we're insignificant and nobody listens? At the maybe, epi- maybe how, how are we going to give them the $50? It will be done as a gift certificate through the Right Stuff International. There you go. So you don't have to worry about it. Yes, it might even be an Amazon.com gift card. Either way, we're going to try to make it as simple as possible to go and get the prize to the listener that writes the winning iTunes review of ASA Radio. But we've gotten off track in my desperate attempt to promote the contest. This is DB3 and NZ17 signing out.